2: these are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Salt. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Summer is coming. And with it, an uptick in patients who are struggling with a simple phobia to the things that summertime makes them confront or try to avoid. Such as spiders and other insects, snakes, and other outdoor reptiles, dogs, and cats. Wandering around, and a big one, thunderstorms, and actually even water in general, like oceans, lakes, or ponds. Also, common in terms of phobias is the fear of flying, which can limit travel for vacations, but also needed travel for work. So, today, I'm answering a question from someone struggling with an intense fear of spiders. A specific phobia is an irrational fear that causes you to consciously avoid the feared object, activity, or situation. The person with a phobia knows their reaction is excessive, and yet they cannot stop feeling very distressed when in the situation or in anticipation of the situation. Generally, this fear causes them to avoid anything having to do with their phobia and often interferes with the person's overall functioning in life. Specific phobias are actually the most common mental health disorder in women, and the second most common one in men, second only to substance abuse. It affects women to men 2 to 1, and overall affects 11% of the population. A simple or common phobia is an unreasonable fear of animals, insects, and natural elements like thunderstorms or water, heights, and closed spaces. Even germs, odors, or illnesses fall into this category. In descending order of frequency, it goes animals, like insects, reptiles, dogs, and cats, storms, then heights then illness, then injury, and actually even death. Yes, death can be a phobia. It should last more than six months. That's part of the criteria, and it should cause symptoms of high anxiety or panic when exposed to the phobia itself. The object, like the things that you're phobic about, often start in early childhood. While situational fears, so not an object, but a place or a situation like flying, can often develop later in the teens or even in young adulthood. If you have a simple phobia, it may have begun when you faced a risk that provoked anxiety in your life. For example, you were thrown in a pool and had to learn to swim. It's understandable you might develop a fear of water. But if you continue to avoid even shallow water, then your anxiety can become excessive. Simple phobias, especially animal phobias, are very common with children. And in fact, they occur at all different childhood ages. On the other hand, there may be absolutely no experience of fear paired with the object that you end up being phobic about. Specific phobias do run in families. Interestingly, with as high as 75% of affected people having a first-degree relative with the same exact phobia. Summertime can be especially difficult for adults and kids with specific phobias because the most common ones, like bugs, snakes, dogs, thunderstorms, heights, are things that you are going to be exposed to much more often in the summer while outside and having recreation. This causes some people to greatly alter their lives, to avoid the feared thing, and it compromises their pleasure. And oftentimes, it compromises their family's pleasure because they can't join the family as they're busy trying to avoid their feared thing. If one has an intense thunderstorm phobia, for example, one may watch the weather And avoid going out any day there could be a storm, which in the summer is many days. And a person might avoid a walk in the woods, or even fear being outside at all, lest you run into your feared object. The problem with phobias is that the more that you avoid the thing and feel relief at having avoided your fear, that serves as positive reinforcement. Which then continues to perpetuate your phobia. And your world grows smaller and smaller as you avoid more and more. Children exhibiting a phobia need both understanding, in other words, empathy, not dismissal, but then help to recognize it as a phobia and to conquer it. Parents exhibiting a phobia increase the likelihood that their child will develop the same phobia because they witnessed their parents' terror and avoidance. So with that, right after the break, we'll get to my listeners' questions. Welcome back. Let's get to my listeners' question and see, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, for years now I've been very scared of spiders. I know for the most part, many people don't like spiders. So I've just thought, okay, I too don't like spiders. But this year has been very stressful for me in general, due to stuff from the pandemic, money worries, and some job issues. And I've been thinking, and I am looking forward to summer coming and making some plans this summer to do some fun things. I've been thinking about planning a hiking trip or maybe a beach trip, and as I start to look around, I find myself really anxious that I might see a spider on my trip and then be totally panicked. This has gotten to the point where I don't want to plan an outdoors trip, which is making me sad because other than spiders, I love being outside. This fear of spiders has only gotten worse over the years. It used to be that I didn't like spiders, that I thought they were gross and didn't want to see or be around one. But each year I become more fearful to the point that if I see a spider, even one on TV or in a book, let alone one walking on the ground, I feel panic, like I can't control my breathing and I start sweating, and I feel nauseous, and I can only think about running away. I realize, at this point, it seems pretty weird to anyone I'm with. I can't even tell you what I'm so afraid of. I mean, yes, they are yucky looking, but my dread of seeing one would be more appropriate for, say, a venomous rattlesnake than a tiny spider. I would really go out of my way to avoid one at all costs. And I think if one crawled on me, I might have a heart attack. Mostly, I have just dealt with this. And because spiders aren't everywhere, it hasn't really interrupted my life too much. But now I'd really like to plan and enjoy some fun outdoor summer trip. And to be honest, my fear of spiders is robbing me of doing this. Is there anything I can do from a psychological perspective to decrease this fear? that won't take too long because time is short and I'd really like to go ahead and enjoy my summertime outdoors. Arachnophobia, where the intense, persistent, and irrational fear of spiders, is actually one of the most common simple phobias. Close to 30% of Americans have some form of fear of spiders. Fewer of these actually are, in reality, a phobia. And what you describe actually does sound like a true phobia. For most people, arachnophobia does not interfere with everyday life. In most natural habitats, however, people are usually not farther than a few feet from a spider. This means that for some people with arachnophobia, intrusive thoughts of spiders can become a chronic source of distraction and fear. And this sounds like the case for you. Like with other specific phobias, arachnophobia is most commonly treated with therapy, particularly cognitive behavioral techniques. CBT focuses on stopping the negative automatic thoughts that are associated with your feared object or situation, if it's about something else, and replacing them with more rational thoughts. Techniques include something called cognitive reframing which helps you shift the way you look at something so you no longer perceive it as dangerous or stressful. And this can eventually change your physical reaction to the triggering thing, such as, in your case, the spider. And another technique called systematic desensitization. In this method, you employ relaxation techniques like deep breathing and muscle relaxation. And while doing these, confront your fear from the least fearful up to the most fearful. So for example, you might start with only imagining a spider just in your imagination and then drawing a spider and then looking at a spider in a book before ultimately looking at the real thing. But all the while, you'll be working with your therapist doing relaxation techniques. Research has shown that virtual reality therapy, another form, is where the person with the phobia is exposed to virtual representations of, in your case, spiders, which makes it more realistic, but there is actually no spider there, and it can be an effective treatment for arachnophobia. A therapist will be with you while you're wearing a headset where you look at the spiders, but the therapist is talking you through the therapy. Another option, according to a study that was published in Biological Psychiatry, actually in like two minutes can eradicate that fear. Lead researchers at the University of Amsterdam in the Netherlands wanted to explore whether something called memory reconsolidation, which is a treatment that was originally developed actually by neuroscientist Joseph Ledoux at NYU here in New York City, where I am, for the treatment of post traumatic stress disorder could be used to treat arachnophobia. The concept behind reconsolidation is to change the way the brain processes memories that could be upsetting and thereby altering trauma-related thoughts and behaviors. So they put together 45 subjects with arachnophobia. Each group was exposed to a tarantula for two minutes, resulting in a predicted fearful response. After being exposed to that spider, half of the people received a 40 milligram dose of a medication called propranolol. Propranolol is actually not usually used for this purpose, but it slows down the physiologic reaction to anxiety like a rapid heartbeat. The other half received placebo. So propranolol is what's called a beta blocker, but it's been shown to in addition to its usual slowing down heart rate, lowering blood pressure, have what are called amnestic properties. Meaning, Ledoux's idea of reconsolidation was that fearful memories require something that's called protein synthesis in the brain's amygdala. The amygdala is actually the part of the brain that houses fear and anxiety. So after these memories are retrieved, This protein synthesis makes the memories more susceptible to change, but only for a few hours. Thus, the treatment that occurs immediately after triggering the fear, as was the case with the people exposed to the tarantula, could help extinguish it. And in fact, as predicted, participants who received the beta blocker experienced significant reduction in fear-related avoidance behavior. And they were more willing to approach the spiders up to even a year after the study. Most people don't do this treatment because it's not available everywhere. So most people do exposure therapy. And you can get a lot of relief in only 8 to 10 sessions. Exposure therapy is, as I said, this CBT form of exposing yourself to the feared object in a very mild form like a book, and working your way up while doing relaxation and therapeutic techniques. I would suggest that you start your treatment now so as to plan and enjoy your outdoor trip and stop dreading summer fun in the future. You could be feeling a whole lot better in as short as eight weeks. I hope that was helpful. The good news is that phobias are very treatable. The most common treatment used and effective is exposure therapy, which is a type of behavioral therapy. The child or adult is desensitized by gradually exposing them to the feared object while at the same time using techniques to decrease anxiety, such as breathing, relaxation methods, and cognitive restructuring, which is the discussion that the object is not in fact dangerous. This can be used with any type of simple phobia not just spiders. It can be done very slowly, starting for just thinking about the object, working your way up to maybe drawing a picture of the object, and then seeing the actual object. And in fact, you can work your way up, for example, with a spider to even touching a spider. Some phobias can be treated using virtual reality simulation of the feared object. This is the case I've seen programs myself such as flying while a therapist does therapy with you or even public speaking, social anxiety, and of course the feared object like a spider. If panic symptoms are overwhelming, then sometimes adding medication, either a benzodiazepine or what's called a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor can be helpful. But note These medications are not treating the phobia, so they cannot be used alone. They are just facilitating the therapy you are doing that is treating the phobia. In order to be able to complete the treatment, sometimes medication is needed if anxiety is so high so that you can learn the therapy and do it. Many people do not come to treatment because the phobia does not really bother them or interfere with their lives. But others will avoid travel, stay home during storms, and live in fear of dogs. If this is you, I strongly urge you to seek treatment, as it is really time-limited and highly effective. Oftentimes, a phobia, any phobia, can be treated in 8 to 10 sessions or less. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanIhelp@senicawomen.com. at SenecaWomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz.
0: What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here.
1: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
0: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to
2: turn their ideas into success.
1: From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms.